Well, the way they pick TV shows is they make one show. That show's called a pilot. Then they show that one show to the people who pick shows. And on the strength of that one show, they decide if they want to make more shows. Some get chosen and become television programs. Some don't. Come nothing. Welcome to the new episode of the Pilot Season Podcast. This is episode 32, and I'm Dan. And I'm Jen. And if you're a new listener to the Pilot Season Podcast, this is the show where we talk about just the pilot episode of a TV show, uh, the first episode, that's it, Um, and we discuss it, have a little bit of uh, fun with it, and it could be, um, you know, an old show, a new show. Uh, shows that have never seen the light of day, shows that have been canceled, uh, you name it, we'll watch it. As long as it's something that we haven't watched before, uh, that uh, kind of the unofficial rules that you know neither of us have watched the show before, uh, or it's been, I'd say, probably maybe 30, 40 years since we've seen it last. Right. Sounds about, yeah, that's kind of like our unofficial uh, rules for uh, how we pick episodes. So the show we watched tonight is called Lovesick, and it is a Netflix original series that Jen picked, and I had never heard of it before. Um, How did you come to find this show? So I sort of picked this show a long time ago, and... We had some bumps in the road. Mm. Um, so honestly, I'm not 100% sure, <laughs> but I'm pretty sure that it was recommended to me by my former student worker at the Art Institute of Pittsburgh, Mr. David Michael. And I'm pretty sure that David, um, well, David and I talked often about TV shows. And I'm pretty sure this is one of his recommendations. He made several. Um, I don't recall because it's been so long him telling me that it was British. I don't know if he told me that or if he told me and I forgot, Mm -hmm. but like we sat down tonight to watch this show and I I was a little bit surprised, I think, because I just didn't realize or if I knew... You know, I forgot, but um, we picked it a while. Like I said, we picked it a while ago, yeah. and just sort of like things happened. And I'm a little rusty with how we got here. Ninety nine percent sure it was a David. Okay. Well, and, and yeah, we also you know we we appreciate and certainly uh, accept suggestions for for TV shows. Uh, several of our previous episodes have been from you know friend suggestions sure so always you know please feel free to to drop us a line and we'll give you our you know contact information at the end of the episode on how you can get in touch with us um but so well yeah like let's just jump in um and i because i you know like i said i had never heard of this before but it's um it's a pretty you know the 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 setup is is pretty pretty simple um the IMDb page says, after finding out that he has an STD, Dylan, 
must get back in touch with every girl he has ever had sex with to let them know the bad news. So that immediately just jumpstarts the series. Uh, I mean, that, that's your that's your concept. That's your that's your elevator pitch right there. And he has uh, made a list, and you know, with the help of his friend uh, Luke, who's um, well, there's there's like three like kind of core friends. I, I get the idea that's going to be Dylan, who's the main character, who has chlamydia, his um, friend Luke, and then they're also their friend um, Evie. Evie, yes, thank you. I, um, and that seems like that's going to be kind of like the core, right? You know, the trio, and um, so he he decides to go alphabetically. With his list, um, and which you know, which uh, it, and it makes sense as a as a convention for as a titling convention for the episodes. Uh, the first episode is Abigail. So, right. What what did you think of this uh, first episode? Well, I so we know the premise of this show, the STD, and they didn't really waste any time whatsoever. They literally open up the show with yeah. the doctor telling him that he has this STD. Yeah. And right away, you know, she it was kind of funny cuz she was a little sarcastic mm-hmm. about it, um recommending that he inform every all of his past partners and um, he they sit down. I think they're at a restaurant, um, and he's telling Luke about it. And what I thought it was actually kind of funny. And is this for real? Like mm-hmm. how this happens? But they gave him postcards to send yeah. to his <laughs> previous sexual partners. That's already like you know typed it, up. Yeah, and is says, it like I have like, chlamydia yeah, or I have, I have chlamydia an STD? Or... It's, it's like like an informational card. So I don't really know. If this was a thing that they made up for the show to be funny, or if this is really a thing that they would do to like give I, to someone who yeah. was diagnosed with, I mean, with this, but I, I was just like, oh my gosh! And he makes—I think he decides to do the the more personal, mm-hmm. uh, take a more personal oh, know, like, approach, and he wants to talk to. Yeah, I mean, he's taking it's. In a way, is very mature. He's taking responsibility, right, for for that, and you know, and I guess he he finds the cards very, you know, impersonal. Mm-hmm. Um, I I thought it would like immediately. I thought how you know in this day and age, like you know, having to like actually physically mail something, <laughs> yeah. it's a pain. It's like having to track down someone's address. I mean. You know, I feel like, you know, outside of, you know, sending out, you know, bills, like, nobody mails anything anymore except for Christmas cards and, and, and birthday cards. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, and that's, I mean, I, I feel like that's the big thing. Like, you get, you might get a birthday card or an anniversary card from your parents or, but nobody mails anything anymore. Like, so I, you know, as as awkward and awful as it would be, I feel like I would probably do the same thing just out of sheer laziness. Well, I think another thing, and and you know, I know how we are about our mail. 
Mm-hmm. We don't get it every single day. <laughs> um, you know, and oftentimes little pieces like a postcard and could get stuffed in the junk mail. To be you know. fair, so people don't think we're completely lazy pieces of shit. Our mailbox is across the street. And not that it's super far, but like, you know, we come home, we pull in the driveway and some, or in the garage. And sometimes we just close the garage door and we kind of forget after the, you know, at the end of a long day. Listen, <laughs> I am a lazy piece of shit. I'm just going to own it. <laughs> just going to own it. So whatever. We don't get our mail every single day. You know, we could do worse things. There's really nothing good in the mail anyway anymore. It's so. all bills. Yes. There's nothing. There's nothing good. And like, I, I, you might get a postcard saying that you have an STD. Right. So like who even <laughs> wants to open that mailbox? So, anyways, they do sort of jump right into it, and um, he decides he's going to be, you know, personal, mature, whatever, and he's going to talk to um, each woman, and he explains because he isn't prepared to talk to whoever. I can't remember her name. He's He decided to go alphabetically and thus, you know, start with Abigail. So, the... I think the way they, you know, are sort of the construction of the show is for each woman that he has um, had sex with, we're going to be introduced to them by going back in time, you know, Mm -hmm. to how they met or maybe some important scene from from their time together. So what was funny, so this... uh, a friend of theirs was getting married. Um, and so all of them are at this wedding. Um, and Dylan, you know, has a date. And I immediately assume that this date is Abigail. And I r- even wrote down in my notes, Abigail seems like a real bitch. <laughs> because she was a real bitch. Yeah, she, she was, was awful. so awful to him and literally broke up with him while they were sitting in the church during the wedding ceremony. And so I i don't know why he's with this woman, so I assume that this is Abigail. Um, and, you know, it's a, it's a cute story, and they, it, you know, obviously focuses a little bit on the couple who's getting married, and mm-hmm. you get to see some of the dynamics between various... Uh, characters, especially the three main characters. Mm-hmm. Um, and I was wondering if you heard this or perhaps my <laughs> ears deceive me, but does he have a, the nickname of Dildo? Did Luke <laughs> call him Dildo? Yes, I did catch that. Okay, yeah, so at, I didn't just make that yeah, up. Yeah, at the, at the uh, end of this, uh, the ceremony is over and they're sitting outside and Luke is consoling Dylan in his own way. Uh Luke is the is the friend who is the you know stereotypically like he's the kind of alpha male sex crazed you know like probably you know, speak before thinking put your foot in the mouth type of thing uh, yeah and he definitely calls him dildo <laughs> <laughs> okay so not a great nickname no Mm-mm. um yeah so it's you know the different you know happenings throughout the day of this wedding and and you know incidents with the bride she's a little bride like and and upset and paranoid and she had a whole bridezilla thing going on right yeah and i really loved at one point 
she was telling her new husband that she's at i am level three angry (laughs) and i was like what what is this system of of anger levels that you all have devised i i want to do this i want to know what level i'm at or you know i thought that i don't know i just i like that line i thought it was funny Mm -hmm. so basically the person who i thought was abigail was not abigail this date that Dylan had, or not just a date, they were together, they were dating, because she were literally da- yeah. broke up with him. They were sharing um, a room, you know, when they yeah. first got checked into the hotel or B&B or whatever it was. Right, you so know. she ends up hooking up with some other guy, he cannot return to the room, and the hotel is completely sold out. Mm-hmm. So he, you know, at the front desk, finds out that there are no more rooms, Um from the very same person who had checked them in initially. Right. And as it turns out, this is Abigail. So he, I, you know, they sort of laugh a little bit like what to do, you know, mm-hmm. with no rooms left. And she says, well, you should go to the bar and, you know, get drunk. And well, she's the bartender too. <laughs> I think she's like running this hotel or something. So they end up, chatting getting to know each other and we see at the end you know that they're together yeah so um you know i know that each episode is going to be him you know talking to one or who knows maybe more than one woman um but i you know i think how there's what they're going to do, we know he's going in alphabetical order, not a chronological order. Mm-hmm. So I think there's going to be, I think they're going to tell the story of Dylan and the two, his two best friends, these supporting characters in, um, you know, a, I don't want to say not like non-traditional way, but by like, jumping all over the, like, like the timeline yeah, of like their non, friendship. Like non-linear. Right. Right, and so it's it's already very clear that there are some feelings between. Well, I, Dylan's got the hots for Evie. Put it yes. that way. He he is probably in love with her, and I'm assuming that she doesn't know, or who knows down the road we we learn more, but. Uh, when we come back to present day, we see that she is engaged. So mm-hmm. again, I, I, I'm actually actually kind of um, interested in the show because I am curious to as to how they go about telling the story. Sometimes I really like when they tell stories in this way yeah, where it's, it's out it's of very, order. It's very fresh. And you, you it, can, yeah, exactly. You still learn new things about characters, even though you've been watching a show for a whole season or several seasons, you know, it's kind right. of, you could do anything really. Yeah. I mean, you know, we, I mean, we technically don't, you know, in this first episode, which is only, you know, that these are just half hour episodes. Um, we, we don't know when he lost his virginity. We might see a teenage Dylan, right. you know, um, and yeah, I, I think, and we are probably going to see a kind of two ships passing in the night situation between Dylan and Evie, kind of an unrequited love 
between one or both of them where maybe they don't realize that the other has feelings for them because, um, you know, there's a scene at the end of the, you know, in, in the flashback, you know, like the wedding's over and Evie, who is the wedding photographer, is going through her, you know, she has a digital camera, so she's just flipping through the slides and you see her looking at every picture of Dylan. And she took a lot of pictures of Dylan. Right. So that's, you know, uh, you know, there's like an unspoken thing right away that that Evie has some feelings for Dylan. Right. And at least she did back then at the time. Right. So we don't know. And, and this was this took place three years ago, which is not a long time, but a lot can happen in three years. Um, and then and, and something may have happened because, you know, in the present day, Dylan and Luke, when they're sitting at the restaurant or cafe or coffee shop, whatever, talking about his list, um, you know, towards the end of the episode, and you know, and they, you know, he's Dylan says, I, I really don't want to go to this party, and Luke just, you know, he's like, come on, let's go, let's go, and they, and the party is Evie's engagement party, and he, Dylan is very, you know, visibly upset by, I mean, I, I, he's there to be supportive as a friend, but you can see that he just, you know, he doesn't want to be there because it's very uncomfortable for him. Right. And so, and Luke knows, you know, that, mm-hmm. that Dylan has had, you know, feelings for Evie. So, yeah. so they're setting up a lot. They, they set up a lot in this first episode. Um, I'll just, uh, I, I did like the, the ambiguity of who Abigail was. Um, same thing. Like at first I thought it was his girlfriend, but then she was, she was just, she was too mean to, to, to like. So I kind of thought, okay, this cannot be Abigail. Um, because we're meant to immediately have like dislike for her. She Mm -hmm. was an awful person. (laughs) Um, and I thought the desk clerk, but then as the day goes on and they're at this wedding and they're surrounded by people and, Luke keeps encouraging him, uh, you know, knowing that, I mean, well, everyone knows that they broke up because they did it in the middle of the ceremony. Um, you know, so he's, he's a free man. He's single. Um, you know, his, his date has, or his girlfriend is certainly, or his ex-girlfriend is already hooking up. So Luke is encouraging him to take advantage of the, you know, the wedding scenario, the stereotypical, like this, wedding is wall-to-wall chicks you know grab a bridesmaid stuff like that you know like the whole stereotypical you know let's you know get laid at a wedding type of thing um so i think well maybe it's one of the bridesmaids because they keep popping up um and then he has a kind of a random flirty encounter with uh with the the vicar who is in you know in American terms the priest, the the who officiated the wedding, um, seems a you know she was younger like youngish mm-hmm. maybe a maybe you get the feeling that she's a year or two older than Dylan, but still young enough where I could have seen them having like they they had like an immediate rapport mm-hmm. and then. And, and and you got the impression that she was she was very um, 
liberal. Like she was very, you know, like she kind of swore a little bit and she's like, let's go get something to eat. And, you know, like she's boozing it up a little bit. You know, she, she makes a joke about free booze. And um, so I thought, is this Abigail? Is he going to have <laughs> sex with a priest? Because that would be like, that would really, th- I mean, that would be a twist. Right. I thought that would that would have been amazing, um, but then yes, then then they we do get to see that it Abigail is in, um, indeed the, the desk clerk who uh, again they haven't they had a great rapport too like from the moment that they met in the you know when they were checking in they had this kind of instant like they were this banter mm-hmm. back and forth. And you could tell that the the girlfriend was just like not having any of it. She was just, <laughs> um, but uh, yeah, I like that. Um, I I like the 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 concept of the list because, and like we said, it's a it's a great um, it's a great way to 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 jump around and to tell all kinds of different stories. Um, I am amazed that he does have that long of a list. <laughs> because this it's, show it's 11 <clears throat> is that what well i didn't i didn't count his you know like they, they showed his paper like his list right i didn't even see that but i thought i heard one of them say 11 when they were in the coffee shop oh that I, I didn't i guess i didn't catch that but well so so the show is actually 22 episodes hmm. over okay. over three seasons so um, I think it's technically over. I think I think it I think, so it, I think I it ended it in 2018. Um, it it did run three seasons, um, but also it was originally I think it was originally BBC. And um, did you know? Fun fact that when uh, Netflix picked it up. From I know what BBC, you're gonna say. they changed the name. Yeah, and the name I saw that the name used to be Scrotal Recall. That's a that's a great name. <laughs> I love yeah, Scrotal Recall. That's a that is a great name. I mean, I get why they changed it to Love Sick, right? Because Love Sick is is a is a much better, or at least a more marketable name oh those crazy brits <laughs> scrotal recall sounds like a uh like a like a really ch- like like a low budget uh college movie or something <laughs> like you know just <laughs> like I, I could see it saying like national lampoon scrotal recall sure um so i get why they changed it um that well, is a great name, though. So, um, anyways, I read that they never officially canceled it, but they never officially renewed it either. Yeah, so it, I'm it, guessing it's dead, but it but there's been nothing official. I'm I, I think they probably wrote it in a way that the the last episode probably could have served as the finale. But maybe they left it open if they, you know, if they wanted to come back. But I, I also feel like as as great as this concept is, it it can't keep going. I mean, well, you it's 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 finite. You exactly. You immediately 
have an end point. Even if you don't know exactly how many episodes it's going to take, you, in some ways, you have an end point because once he gets through all 11 or whatever number mm -hmm. of women, well, what's left to do? You know, that, yeah. that's the whole point of, of the, the, the story. You know, Season four, he goes back and they're like, oh, we've cured your chlamydia, but now you have HIV. <laughs> That's not even funny. Oh, jeez. It's not. But, but, but yeah, I mean, like, that, that's what, but what that's, you know, to, just to illustrate my point, like, yeah, like, you, you couldn't, you can only take this concept so far. Right. Before it just gets unrealistic. I, I already think it's unrealistic. I mean, it's not unrealistic to, to have that many sexual partners. But, I mean, again, if, if every episode is, a, you know, a different woman, then you know he's already had twenty-two sexual sexual partners, and he's not that good-looking of a guy. <laughs> I actually wrote this down. I hated his hair. Oh my god, his hair! Uh, his well, hair is kind of terrible. So I spent the entire time thinking he looks like somebody, not like a personal friend or anything, but he looks like some other actor. Yeah, or I something. couldn't figure it out, and he... I couldn't figure it out. And so he's got this intentionally, like, you know, messy type hair, right? That often does look um, good on certain people. Like I can't remember the actor's name, but um, the guy that's in party down and he's oh ryan hansen right he's got like this messy hair but yeah got, he does have a really handsome face so you mm -hmm. put the messy hair and you're just like damn he looked good well this guy yeah he's he, not as good looking and the messy hair just isn't working in it, his favor it looks or like thing it looks like doll hair doll hair huh like it, it doesn't like it it's it it or like straw like it looks like a or like a bad wig. It's just something bad about it. Bad wig. Like uh, all of the. It doesn't yeah. like like the hair doesn't look like it's supposed to like it. It doesn't, it doesn't lay right. Like it wasn't supposed to be on his head. It, it sticks out in weird spots. Like it's almost mm -hmm. too thick for it to be like that shaggy. Yeah, it's it is a little weird. Or at least at least the way it looked in the. <clears throat> I felt like maybe they made it look a little better in the present day than they did in the past. I think it looked worse in the past. We sound really superficial. <laughs> yeah, we do. We are. This guy's not even good looking <clears throat> enough to be on this show. <laughs> Jeez. He's like got fish lips. No, there was just, I don't know. Like I spent part of the time thinking you look like someone. And yes, definitely part of the time going, I do not like your hair at all. Who knows? We're going to jump all over the place. Maybe we'll see him with... A different oh, yeah. slash better haircut? Fingers crossed. I don't know. <laughs> I just, I didn't. He he is endearing. Like, his personality, he's a nice person. Yeah. Like a good person. And so that goes pretty far. We're not actually as superficial as we sound right now. <laughs> yeah. I mean, but... he's not, like, I should, I should restate it. Like, he's not hideous. He's not an ugly person man but he so like in comparison to his friend luke who is kind of like he's more stereotypical like, stereotypically like rugged good like ruggedly he's handsome got the like five o'clock shadow yeah. and you know right he's like kind of got more of a square jaw right you know kind of yeah he's he's more of like a ladies man um 
probably mostly in his own mind, you know. Yeah. Um, that was the funny, th- like one of the funny things at the at the wedding reception, how he just kind of hopped from woman to woman until he kind of, you know, it was like he just, it, it it didn't even matter to him who he was trying to hook up with, just as long right. as he hooked up with someone. Blonde bridesmaid number one didn't work out. Yep. Here's blonde <laughs> bridesmaid number two. Yep. So the, in looking at my notes, um, yeah, I don't have too much more, but I did make the observation that the music on this show is fabulous. Yeah, it was pretty good. I mean, um, it was all, you know, like right up my alley. They played some, some kind of like some 80, like yeah, during like the reception, there was some, some like you know, 80s new wave. And yeah. Yeah, overall it was pretty good. I, I feel like, I, I think, I don't know what the difference is. I, I feel like for whatever reason, British shows have a better handle on music and soundtracks than U.S. shows do. I don't know. I feel like just British shows have better music. And maybe, maybe this, I don't know, it probably has nothing to do with it, but the artists like the 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 bands may have been british themselves you know so Mm -hmm. maybe they were trying to stick to you know who knows but yeah anyways i did enjoy the music well and and i don't know if if this if there's any connection but i i think i read that uh the actor who plays dylan the the lead is also a like a singer songwriter and he fronts a band you know, I, I don't think they're like huge, but you know, it's he he obviously has his you know foot in the music game. So maybe you know maybe there's some connection there. I don't know, but yeah, definitely some good some good songs were played throughout. Um, I mean, definitely recognizable songs, right? You know, um, would you keep watching this show? I think I would actually, um, and it, it, I'm intrigued by certain aspects of of the show for sure. Um, and I think we're like you and I are always open to, especially like a short mm-hmm. show. Like this is a I get was it thirty minutes, so it's like twenty two. Yeah, probably. I mean, no, there's there's like twenty four minutes. Yeah. So. A lot of times that works out for the way that we watch TV, Mm. you know. Um, So I think, yeah, I probably would keep going with this one. Yeah, I I agree. And and for the everything you said, that it's kind of like, it's kind of light. You know, it's it's light fare. Um, It's probably you know this is a show that would be easy to binge. Um, Short episodes, definitely funny. I mean, it was funny from from the jump. you know, almost, in, I don't want to say too funny, but there were some moments where I felt like it was just like, kind of like a rat-a-tat-tat, like joke after joke after joke after joke. Um, you know, I mean, that, that's both good and bad, but, but it but I still enjoyed it. It was still funny, you know, it was not only funny, but it was, you know, it, it, you can tell it had, it, it, it's got some heart, mm-hmm. you know, and, and again, we know it's finite, so there won't be any question. Um, you know, if you, you know, sometimes you, you get into a show, especially on Netflix these days. You, you know, you you get into a show, and then you're a couple seasons in, and they cancel it. 
Santa Clarita yeah, diet I'll say much. R- R.I.P. Santa Clarita diet. Um, one of our favorite shows. Still really pissed about that. Yep. I feel like, you know, I, I feel like Netflix at least owes us, like, a movie. Hey, Netflix, you listening? <laughs> you done screwed up on that one. Exactly. I I think I think they owe us a movie to tie everything up. Absolutely. Um but but in general but you know overall like you know I've I've definitely had my heart broken by some uh Netflix moves um and I, and you know and I, of course I understand it's not always Netflix but that's who you want to take your anger out on because you can. Oh, I'm gonna. <laughs> <laughs> um but again back to my point so we know that this has a a beginning and an end. So, you know, I I'm comforted by the knowledge that we could, you know, we could watch this and not be disappointed that we'll never see an ending. Yeah, we could cuz they would have to wrap it up. Yeah. It, while we may see you know things that we don't like or who knows how the story goes, we might not like every little bit mm-hmm. of it, but at least we're going to get a conclusion right you know and not only that i mean i i think you know maybe there's part of us that we we, we want to see what happens to uh uh dylan and is it dylan yeah dylan yeah, yeah. for some reason for a split second i thought it was daryl <laughs> dylan and evie you know it's, it's dildo actually. dildo dildo and evie <laughs> um you know because it's gonna be you know is it gonna be like a you know, like a Sam and Diane, a Pam and Jim, uh, you know, is it a, a will they, won't they type of thing, you know, Ross and Rachel, all that bullshit. Um, so, yeah, it's like we kind of, maybe we want to see what happens to those two, you know, yeah. or, they, or what happened in their history to lead them to where they are today. So, right. yeah, I think this, you know, this this might be a show that we keep in our back pocket to, uh to pull out when we need something, you know, something to, to something watch. Light, something yeah. easy. Mm-hmm. Probably, yeah, probably good to watch during dinner, <laughs> as yeah. we're often to do. Yeah. Um, okay, yeah, I don't think I have anything else. I think we covered um, uh, all my notes. Oh, I, just, uh, and I also wrote real, just real quick that there are a couple of TV tropes that, you know, we're in here that I just kind of, just in general, I'm not saying it's this show in particular, but just I'm tired of Bridezilla's. <laughs> and and also, as as much as I, I am, you know, I just said I was interested to see what happens between um, Daryl, Dildo, 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 <laughs> Dildo and Evie, um, I'm also getting tired of, of that tv trope the will they won't they the the unrequited love so you know i mean i think pam and jim did it best you know yeah absolutely but we don't know what they're going to do because we haven't seen this yet we don't know how they're going to play this out so you know yes like when you were listing tv couples and then you got to ross and rachel and Mm. i'd like really really cringed yeah so it is my great hope that dildo and evie are not <laughs> just the next ross and rachel because sorry friends people like oh my god you know yeah the, so, the, the going back and forth i think we can just be hopeful and open-minded and we'll see how how the writers you know do yeah. this romance if there even yeah. will be a romance but um 
please do not let it be Ross and Rachel. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Well, um, on that note, is there anything else you want to, any final things you want to add? No, I, I think that's everything. And, um, I, you know, just say that it's next time it is your pick. So, right. um, like you said in the beginning, if there's any recommendations, I don't know. A lot of times you kind of have ideas in the back of your head. Usually when it's my turn, I'm like, oh, gee whiz, mister. I didn't know it was my <laughs> turn. I don't have any TV shows in mind. But you always seem to have something like up your sleeve or something you're think- thinking about. So maybe you do. But, you know, yeah, again, I'm... like hit us with some suggestions because I got nothing, people. <laughs> Right. So, yeah, we definitely, you know, we we take turns from episode to episode picking uh, what show we're going to watch. So um, I do not have a selection picked yet, but when we do uh, have it, um, we usually will kind of tease it on our social media. And um, we're on um, on the, you know, the kind of the standard social media platforms, um, Facebook, Twitter and Instagram. You can search for at pilot season tv all one word on any of those to find us um, our website is pilotseasontv.com and um, aside from you know if you want to message us on social media for show suggestions you can if you prefer good old-fashioned email or maybe uh, a chlamydia postcard or a chlamydia postcard yes you can send us a chlamydia postcard um <laughs> But you can email us at pilotseasonpodcast at gmail.com. And, um, yeah, like I said, so keep an eye out on our social media for the next episode. And I think that'll about wrap it up for this episode. Again, this was episode 32 of the Pilot Season Podcast. I'm Dan. And I'm Jen. Thank you for listening, and we'll see you next time. See you.